You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Thank you for tuning in. In our last episode, we talked about the silk trade and slavery, and we're going to go into uh, closing remarks and uh, things in regards to the uh, Chinese slave trade. So remember on our uh, last episode discussing the silk trade, for those that are not familiar with black history, they'll say, hold up, how can you say that black people are the real Hebrews. Well, we've proven with many different books and texts that the children of Israel were scattered into all nations, and these are the children of the slave trade and diaspora, right? So now, let's look at uh, a couple of words that Christ said. Luke chapter 21, verse 20 says this. It says, Then let them which are in Judea, referring to the Jews and the uh, Israelites, let them that are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out and let not them that are in the countries enter therein into for these be the days of vengeance and all things which are written all things which are written may be fulfilled jumping down to verse 24 and they shall fall by the edge of the sword referring to the israelites they're going to die through war and bloodshed and shall be led away captive captive into all nations all nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So in Luke chapter 21, verse 24, it says that the Israelites will die by the sword and be led away as slaves into all nations. So now jumping over to Acts chapter uh, two, it, uh, verse five and verse eight and reading down, we're going to uh, go into these particular Jews that the Bible is talking about. Then it says, in Acts chapter 2, verse 5, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So now I was talking about the Jews in the same context of those that were coming out of every nation. Now, jumping down to verse 8, it says, and hear we every man in our own tongue, meaning our own language, wherein we were born. So there were those that were born into slavery and scattered into different areas during their captivities. Then it gives the example of where they were brought to in captivity. Verse 9, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers in Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, 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 Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and in parts of Libya, that's in Africa, about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues, languages, the wonderful works of God. So now, one asks themselves the question, is this talking about people literally from these nations or is it talking about Hebrews or Jews that were in captivity? Remember, 
you can't separate slavery from the Bible. You can't save, separate black history from the Bible. So when you read these things, you got to ask yourself, who is this talking about? Jump into verse five. It says, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation. Then it specifies these people, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, dwellers in Mesopotamia. These were all Israelites, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, and Asia. So now for the purpose of this uh, topic, we've been talking about the Silk Road and Asia. I have a article by the uh, blackpass.org that talks about the slave trade in Asia, specifically China. Watch this. Since the 7th century, Africans, quote-unquote Africans, have maintained a consistent commercial relationship with China. During the Tang Dynasty, Arab traders brought African slaves from East Africa to China. So now we know that these so-called African slaves are actually the Israelites, actually the Hebrews of the Bible. There's so much evidence to prove this. Continuing on, it says... They comprise one of the many commodities in the Arabs' large-scale maritime trade with China. During this era, the first Chinese cultural perception of African people developed. These dark-skinned people were known as Kunlun. So if you ever heard of Kunlun, you're familiar with that uh, show on Netflix, right? Where this white boy portrayed himself as the last of the Kunlun, right? And the Kunlun were warriors, right, of China, right? So the Kunlun warrior in mythology, because these are literally real people, but they uh, uh, reserve them into uh, uh, mythological fantasy, I guess, you know. They want to hide the fact that they enslaved black people and make it myth. But the Kunlun basically, according to Wikipedia, was a... Um, uh, basically, Kunlun Shan is a mountain or mountain range in Chinese mythology, an important symbol representing the Axis Mundi and divinity. So they're representative of divinity, meaning they were sons of God, <laughs> a.k.a. the Israelites. The, the Kunlun is based on various sources. Some say mythologically, some say geographic or the modern so-called Kunlun Mountains of the Tibetan Plateau. OK, the term Kunlun has been applied to South Asian, South Eastern Asian lands or islands, seemingly even Africa, even Africa. All right. Even Africa. So Africa, those that come from the continent of Africa, a.k.a. Israelites, are called Kunlun. All right. So going back to this article. Going back to this article, this is blackpass.org. All right. It says. These dark-skinned people were known as Kunlun. They were described as lower class, ignorant, scary, and dangerous. Although there were far more enslaved Chinese, some wealthy Chinese preferred the exotic Kunlun slaves. African slavery in China peaked during Tang and Song, 960 AD to 1279 AD dynasties. But the number of African slaves taken to China during this 608-year period is unclear. So we went over the maps. We can estimate, generally speaking, that it was in the, the category of the millions. But this article doesn't specify because I guess the author isn't aware of how vast the silk uh, trade was. Okay. 
So it says these uh, perceptions range from strong and mysterious to frightening. The Kunlun in Tang Dynasty era were portrayed in numerous stories of the period as heroic, resourceful, and ironically culturally Chinese. Most Chinese during this period, however, unless they were very wealthy, had little contact with African slaves, perhaps explaining the different views of the Kunlun. During the Song Dynasty, the number of African slaves increased in China. So now I want to stop right there real quick, right? The continent of Africa itself was called by Leo Scipio Africanus, a Roman general that renamed the entire continent after his name. But there's no there's 54 countries. So you have to specify when you say African slave. That's so vague. That's so vague. It, it leaves room for error. We know that the Bible says that the Israelites will be scattered into all nations, which which is what we just read in the New Testament. So I'm going to read a verse real quick in the book of James chapter 1. James chapter 1 real quick says this. The book of James chapter 1 and verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad. So now who was James talking to? He was speaking to the 12 tribes of Israel based on the fact that he knew of the prophecies of Deuteronomy 28 by Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 64, and the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. So now among these nations that we were scattered to, we weren't there to be friends. We weren't there to be companions. We were brought there as slaves. We didn't find no ease. Our foot didn't have any rest. A lot of us had fear and trepidation and were put into slavery. So now, during the Song Dynasty, the number of Israelite slaves or quote-unquote African slaves increased in China. Most came from Madagascar and the Comoros Islands and thus directly and indirectly from Africa. Since the Arabs brought Africans to both areas, most Kunlun slaves in China lived in the Canton province. By this time, they were mostly viewed as a displaced people who lacked the ability to adapt to a Chinese environment. They were also described as savages with unintelligible, unintelligible speech. So they spoke a language they didn't that the uh, Chinese didn't understand. That's all I'm saying. While the Kunlun slaves were dehumanized as savage and scary, the Chinese view of free Africans was different. Many of these Africans were treated with respect and honor. East African merchant Zhang Jian, Zhang Jiani, uh, for example, in 1071 arrived in China and was treated with the utmost respect and honor. Zhang Jiani and his party were honored as the first African foreign merchants to receive 
to be, I'm sorry, to be received by the Emperor Shang Zon uh, in 1006, I'm sorry, 1067 to 1084. The emperor gave Chinese title to Zheng Jiani. He became known as Lord Guardian of Prosperity. The Song court regarded Zheng Jiani and his entourage as ambassadors of their country, even though they were simply merchants. Uh, skipping down in this area, it talks about the Yang Dynasty. I'll touch that briefly. The Yan Dynasty, uh, 1271 AD to 1368 AD, witnessed expanding contact with Africans through the trade and dipl diplomatic missions sent to Madagascar, Morocco's. Also arrived in China during the Yang Dynasty, visiting Quanzhou in South China, as well as Hangzhou and the port city of Gangshu. By the time of the Ming Dynasty, 1368 AD to 1644 AD, there was extensive trade between Chinese and East African city-states of Magadushu, Malindi, Kilwi, in the modern nations of Somalia, Kenya, and Tanzania, respectively. The Chinese imported ivory, rhinoceros horn, amber, and exotic animals such as zebras, ostriches, giraffes from East Africa. In turn, the city-states received silk, 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 porcelain, and lacquer. So remember when we uh, talked about the uh, slave trade with the Silk, Slaves, and Stupas book by Susan Win Winfield? We touched briefly on how they, uh, Arabs were involved in the slave trade. We touched briefly on how the Chinese were involved in the slave trade and how a majority of the source of slaves happened during these various dynasties, including the Jing dynasty, the Tang dynasty, the Liao peoples that were taken. The um, Chinese um, subjected their own selves to slavery as well, but a majority of these people were the descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel, okay? An example of this could be found on page 255 of the book Silk, Slaves, and Stupas, where it states this, While all the above situations forced people into slavery across Eurasia, the greatest number of slaves were from battle or abduction by land, sea, or river. This is reflected in a commonly used word for slave in Middle Persia, sources naming Azanhrig or foreigner. The numbers given are sometimes staggering. Chinese histories record that more than 100,000 prisoners were taken captive when Northern Zhuk took Jingling in 554. Okay, so there's a lot of history that we are unaware of. There's a lot of information that we're unaware of and it's important for us to know these things because you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free just like the bible says so the this um article that we read is from blackpast.org i recommend everyone looking at up that article and reading the entire article the name of the article just for your reference 
is this. It's entitled Africans and African Americans in China, a long history, a troubled present, and a promising future. This was written in March uh, 9th, 2015, and contributed by Robin Lofton. So thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We gave biblical references of the 12 tribes scattered. We also gave uh, references of our ancestors taken into the areas of the far outreaches of China. And remember, the reason why our ancestors went into slavery is because they broke the covenant that we had with Moses on Mount Sinai with our creator. In order for us to get out of this generational curse, we must we must return back to the law, statutes, and commandments, and faith in the Black Messiah. We must start to keep the rules of the Bible, as it is written in Revelation chapter 14, verse 12, when it says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Shalom and Most High in Christ bless. In closing remarks, I'd like to thank all of you that uh, participated in the 30-day Content Creators of Color and all of those that um, listened. Thank you so, so much. May the Most High be with you and continually bless you. Gotta keep these laws Israel And the Lord said to Moses Rise up and teach all the people Tell them that this is your wisdom In the sight of the heathen And the Lord gave two tablets Write laws to govern the people But they were so damn evil Rebellious, stiff-necked people Captivity, aka ship slavery. We were not hawking, no, we were not here. We were not listening, no, we were not fear. We was the righteous and we was the kings. We was the priests, listen to play. All the wicked lying, all the fornication, all the selling, hating, all the baby making, all the idolatries, all the scenes and bullshits, all the bows and bollocks and sacrifices to devils. Wake up, let's go home. Righteous in my zone. Twelve tribes for the kingdom. It's coming, won't be long. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the sons of Israel, repent of all your sins, cause the kingdom is here within. And the Lord said to Moses, speak to the sons of Israel, repent of all your sins, cause the kingdom is here within. Put off them shoes from your feet. Okay. This holy grounds where you stepping. No need your corners no suggestion. Raise up my people in season. Break about that evil from Egypt. Tell them remember my Sabbath. You know they stiff neck inside it. That's why the commandments in Exodus and again in Deuteronomy. That's why we border the fringes. Cause we forgetful of people. This lane for picking up sticks. Nowadays we picking up chicks. Forget thou should not commit adultery. It was written in bricks. It's like a hit in the mist. I mean, you get what you give. Keep these commandments and live. Not that we minister hate like we forgot the wages of sin. We prophesied of the wind. Pray that it bring them back it in. Back I know in. that iron sharpened the iron, but I don't know nothing about sin. And the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the sons of Israel. Repent of all your sins, cause the kingdom is here within. And the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the sons of Israel. Repent of all your sins, cause the
the kingdom is here within The Lord said to Moses, this time my people were free Give them the laws they should follow and let them know it's from me If they keep all my laws, they be the top of the tree But if they turn from my ways, I give them captivity And God said to Moses, teach all my laws to my chosen Put the women in dresses and have the men put on hosen When the new moon's approaching, make sure the trumpets are blowing Tell the women about churches to help my people keep growing And God said to Moses, when you see sin, take a notice Remind them I saved them for all the curses and locusts Separate from the nation so they can clearly have focus They serve other gods and all their science is bogus not still, they have my people be roguish They have to pay for their sins Have them agree that they notice If they turn from my laws, their every effort is hopeless There is only one God and that's a clear diagnosis And God said to Moses, accept no witches' hypnosis To go into the world would be considered atrocious Have my women dress modest and keep themselves as a lotus With the knowledge of wise men and the beauty of roses
blood and all the land, say the Lord. Two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel. Hey, my friend, you have just listened to The Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L-L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes. <laughs>